So I bought Madden 24. I know, I know, I gave EA my money. I haven't purchased a Madden game in four or five years, so I figured it was time to try it out again. I've never played a next-gen version of it. One of the first videos I made on the channel when I started this up earlier this year was talking about the downfall of Madden and how it changed over the years. I wanted to see if a next-gen version of the game would change the trajectory of things for the franchise, and sadly, it did not. You know, it's funny because people say every year that the game is just the same thing from time and time again. Actually, I'd say no. It seems to get worse every year. Look, it's no surprise Madden went the online route, like with many other games, and not only the sports genre, but the whole industry. And I will give the developers some props for making a bunch of new game modes. However, it all does not matter if the game is plagued with issues that ruin the fun and the overall experience of playing a football game. There's stuff wrong with this game that never was a problem back when I started playing Madden as a kid back in 2003. Sure, there are some things that have improved, but some of the issues are laughable and others are beyond frustrating. So in this video, I want to chat about the gameplay, the game's presentation, and franchise mode. This is Madden 24. I'm going to start with the gameplay and presentation first, then I'll talk about my experience with Franchise Mode. I'll start with a positive. The game looks good. I'm playing next-gen on the PS5, and it does look pretty good for the most part. I wouldn't say it's great, but it's the best the game has probably really ever looked. They did overhaul the presentation of the game, you know, the pre-game show, the halftime show, post-game stuff. Some of the animations and presentation aspects are pretty cool. The graphics are pretty nice. The halftime show is the same generic stuff, but I at least appreciate the fact that they show a legit highlight reel of the best plays from the first half. You know, I still wish they would add some legit sports anchors and create some sort of show like NFL 2K5 had back in the day with Chris Berman. It's one thing if you were playing a Play Now game or a random game against an online opponent, but if you're playing in a playoff game in franchise mode, it would be nice to see some special hyped up presentation before, say, going into the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. I also wish there was some more variation in the presentation and dialogue from the commentators so you don't really pick up on the same repetitive stuff as much or as often like you do after you put so many hours and play so many games. Madden fans usually talk about this stuff every year, and I agree with them, but honestly, I care more about the gameplay. What I appreciate the most in this game is the player animations. It is by no means perfect, and I'll explain more in a moment, but the animations do look good in some areas. The way the ball carrier moves around is mostly smooth. Players aren't stiff like they used to be when you were trying to juke or spin around a defender. Throwing and catching animations are better, some of the best I've seen in recent years, and the game looks more realistic with some of these animations. My biggest issue with the gameplay is the tackling. I've played Madden for like 20 years now, and I've never played a game with this kind of tackling. It really is shit, and it's not even tackling. I'd estimate that like 70% of the time defenders will push or use their shoulder to bring down the ball carrier. They did add a pile drive tackle, which is cool, but it's honestly off-putting to see it because usually players are just bumping into each other and falling down. And the tackling is worse when you end up pushing a guy down but forward, so he ends up gaining extra yards. I can't tell you how many times my opponent would get tackled and I'm pushing him a couple yards forward so he gets a first down or he lands into the end zone and it's a touchdown. This has happened on quite a few occasions. I just don't understand how one of the most important aspects in the game is not functioning properly and how these developers didn't fix this when they were making the game and doing quality assurance. The NFL is currently in the era of mobile quarterbacks, with guys like Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, and Kyler Murray. So these players like to run around a lot, and sometimes they throw while on the move. And I play with the Bears in franchise mode, so I'm using Justin Fields all the time. For some reason, it is so damn tough to throw the ball in this game, even when standing in the pocket. We don't need to get analytical with these players in real life, well, is Justin Fields actually a good passer, blah 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 blah. 
And actually, it's not just those quarterbacks. I've seen streamers on Twitch play this game with like Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is even throwing inaccurate passes in situations where he's sitting comfortably in the pocket and a wide receiver doesn't even have anybody on him. He's wide open and the ball sails like five yards over his head. So it's not just me. You know, the modern Madden games do like to focus on throwing the ball in different ways, like throwing bullet passes or lobs, for example, and the success of the throws also depends on if you're in the pocket or scrambling because you are getting chased. And that's all fine and dandy because it is realistic, but there have been times where at halftime I've completed 5 out of like 18 passes, so there are still gameplay inconsistencies even on the offensive side of the ball. Okay, so pop quiz time. Say you want to make a sports video game. What is the first thing you need to do to get right when creating the game? If your answer was get the rules right, well, then you deserve a cookie. Unfortunately, for yet another year now, EA developers have failed this pop quiz. Can someone tell EA that when the ball carrier runs out of bounds, the clock needs to stop? The only time the clock stops is when you're under two minutes in the second and fourth quarters, so basically after the two-minute warning. I like to play six or seven-minute quarters with the accelerated clock off, yet the game still fast-forwards ten seconds every time the clock is still running in between plays. I know it's realistic to have some time runoff in between when, you know, the ball was in play and it wasn't an incompletion or whatever, but geez, does it have to shred, like, 10 to 20 seconds off after every couple of plays because of the clock not stopping when I go out of bounds or because there's still basically an accelerated clock running. And a couple of other frustrating things to bring up, I found that like 90% of the time when you're trying to call for a fair catch on a punt or a kickoff, your player won't wave his hand so you have to sit there anxiously awaiting to see if he's going to try running and get killed by a defender. The dumbest moment I've had in this game so far was trying to wave off a kickoff while standing in the end zone. I pressed triangle twice and my player literally jumped in the air twice and then was called for a safety. So trying to call a fair catch led to giving the ball back to my opponent and giving them two points. And you know, this stuff is laughable, but also very frustrating because it could affect the outcome of a game, especially in the playoffs or the Super Bowl. That stuff sucks. And one more thing before moving on to franchise mode, the snow still sucks. It looks like someone squirted Elmer's glue on the field, and it really does affect the game. And you know, when you play as a team like the Bears, where they play outside in the wintertime, it snows, you're going to play quite a few games in the snow, especially at the end of the year or in the playoffs. And it's ridiculous because when you're playing your opponents and they're dressed in their all-white uniforms, they blend in with the snow, so you can't throw a pass farther than like five yards because you don't know who you're throwing to. I've been throwing interceptions left and right in snow games because, oh, I didn't know the defender was there because he literally blends in with the, the gooey snow on the ground. So I just played through my first season in franchise mode. I did the whole season, went to the playoffs. I did the whole offseason with, you know, drafting players, signing players and free agency and whatnot. I'm an old school franchise player. So, you know, I like to get involved with everything, with the owners messing with the ticket prices, the food and the merch and things like that. I'll scout the players for the draft. I'll examine my depth chart and upgrade players when they get enough XP to do that. And in all these facets of the mode, the developers have been trying to make improvements over the years. And yes, they've sprinkled in some stuff. But honestly, I have not encountered anything that's groundbreaking. Scouting players is basically the same. The game will continue to tell me, oh, this player has a high motor and doesn't get flagged a lot. Okay, that's cool, but... Can he be the guy I draft to build around my defense? Is he a great middle linebacker? I don't know. Should I draft this guy to be my new number one wide receiver? No clue with that kind of information. The game does give you a decent idea of which players to consider at each position, but the game doesn't do a great job of providing you with a way to determine which guy out of the three you're considering is the guy you should draft. 
Signing free agents has been amped up a little bit. There's more information to look at when deciding which players you might want to offer a contract to, and the players have factors they will consider too, like the location of your team, your team's recent success, and what kind of system they run. However, there are no bidding wars. I easily signed Nick Bosa, the top free agent in my offseason, and all I had to do was literally offer the amount of money that he preferred for the contract. You don't meet with them or anything. You don't actually actively discuss things, you know, negotiations with them. It's just you throw however many years, however much money, you put that out there and we'll see if he signs. So it's just the same old thing, really. And a couple of other things that ticked me off, like I imported a draft class, you know, of the realistic draft class for next year's draft, and all the players like looked the same. They were default. And it sucked because the entire draft class just looked like generic players. They all wore the number 11 or 22. They didn't have gloves or sleeves or elbow pads or anything like that to, you know, to make them look unique. And like, you know, when I look at the depth chart, it would say, okay, this guy, you know, it's a white guy who's an offensive lineman wearing number 51. Well, in the game, when I played my first game of the second season, they all looked that generic way, like I said. So I literally had to go into the player editor and manually make these guys look different. That is so ridiculous. Now, I don't know if that's because of the draft class or if there was a bug with, you know, downloading that class. You know, again, that's an issue I've never had before in Madden. Why is this an issue in the next-gen version of the game? And then lastly, when you're trying to navigate through the menus, when you click to check out your depth chart, you have to wait a couple seconds for it to pop up. You want to check your stats. You got to wait a few seconds for it to pop up. You want to hit play next game. You have to wait a couple seconds for the game setup to pop up. Like, again, first time in 20 years of playing Madden where it takes an hour to do your offseason because you have to add an extra 10 minutes to the load times in between the screens you're navigating through. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And basically, I'll wrap up my main point for franchise mode here. There's a lot of fluff within all aspects of the mode, and ultimately, it does not do anything to make the game better. And even if this stuff did enhance my experience, it would just be for navigating through the menus. The issues with the rules and the actual gameplay itself makes this yet another average entry in the series. So, I would not recommend buying Madden 24, and it gets a 6 out of 10 from me. Thanks for watching. I'll put in the end screen here of this video my Downfall of Madden video, so you can go check that one out too. You can also listen to the podcast version of all my content on Spotify. Just search Analyze This Podcast. Actually, if you go to Google and search Analyze This Podcast, you'll find me on all the podcasting platforms. Also, I'm on X and TikTok, X at Analyze This underscore YT, and TikTok at Analyze This 54 underscore YT. Thanks again for watching the video, and take care.